Hello, hello, my friend. So we are really switching it up today. Um, today's episode is so different than what we normally do, but this is why. I am all about learning new things and just trying to be as well-rounded as I can. And I assume that you guys just wanna kinda learn new things too. So today I talk with realtor Brittany Smitherman and she just kinda um, talks about her journey from going to college, becoming a realtor to literally like being a six figure realtor. Like she's amazing and she's only been doing it for like three and a half years. She has her own team. She's been on HGTV. Like this girl is killing it. So in today's episode, she kind of goes over her story and how she got where she is today. And then she gives us some um, tips for like hiring our own real estate agent, some tips when it comes to buying a house in this market. So yeah, you're not gonna wanna miss it. So I hope you guys like it. Let's get it started. Hey you guys, welcome to the Empowered Podcast hosted by your girl, Miranda Lee. I hope you're ready to get confident, throw away the all or nothing mindset, fully surrender to God, and strive to be 1% better every day. Don't forget, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Alrighty, let's get this party started. All right, hello, Brittany. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on my podcast. Absolutely, thank you for inviting me. Yeah. So um, before we, you know, dive into everything, can you introduce yourself and tell the listeners um, who you are and what you do? Yeah. My name is Brittany Smitherman. I'm a military spouse and I own Elevate Real Estate Group, which is primarily made up of military spouses as well. We're a relocation team across four states. And we currently have, I believe there's 34 of us now. Wow. Yeah. Um, you were my real estate agent and you did amazing, got me this beautiful house that I'm sitting in right now. And, you know, we're Facebook friends. So I see all the stuff that you post and like, girl, you'd be racking in the dough. So how did you get to where you are today? Yeah. So about four years ago in March, I decided to get my real estate license. I was actually still in college full-time at Liberty And so I was taking about 18 hours a semester in college and I said, man, I'm just going to get my license and I'm going to do like one deal every other month. And I'm going to be a really good mom. I'm going to be a really good student. I'm going to graduate and do all the things. And it kind of just took off. Um, I set up Facebook in a way that wasn't being utilized in real estate when I started and it kind of turned Facebook into a lead gen system. So in my first full month in real estate, I had sold like $1.5 million in real estate, which was really fast. It was five houses my first month. And then it kind of like took off from there. Instagram built. I ended up landing um, house hunters on HGTV at the very beginning of my second year. And it just kind of kept exploding. So I think the, the biggest thing for me was designing and utilizing social media how I did. And now I teach my agents that, and, you know, we're, we're building a pretty large, what they call mega team and doing massive volume for, you know, a team of our size. So it's been pretty cool. 
Dang. So, did, so wait, what were you going to college for? Um, so originally my major, I was actually going to be a social worker and I was in my last year when I started real estate and I ended up switching and I ended up double majoring in business and human resources. So that's what I graduated as. I graduated in May of my second year in real estate. So I had just started my second year. I'd barely been in like 14 months. Wow. Wow. That's, that's crazy. And you were just kind of, was your goal like you just to do this as like a side hustle or something? Yeah. My, my whole goal was like, this will just get me through college. I'll, you know, do real estate part-time and graduate and then find a job. And, you know, however it worked out at the time, you know, Craig was going to get out and we were going to go back to Texas and I was going to be a therapist. So I was going to go and get my master's and do therapy because when I started, when Craig was in nuke school in New York, uh, I had was struggling with really, really severe anxiety. So I'm talking like non-functionable. I probably went to the hospital four times a week, like convinced I was dying of a heart attack. I was, could not work. I could barely go out and function. So by the time we got to Virginia, I had went through about a year and a half of therapy, two to three times a week. And I had started kind of recovering from that. And I was working part-time while I was in school for Amazon. So I was making like 16 bucks an hour. You know, it's fine. Craig was full-time active duty. So I had no goals of ever doing this full-time. It just kind of developed into that. And I kind of found that I could help people steal like you would as a therapist. Like I'm constantly navigating things that are people going through in life, my agents, uh, you know, I, I'm daily a therapist, but so real estate's kind of the vehicle for me mm-hmm. to be able to change women's lives, to give women opportunities or men that they don't often get as military spouses, even friends of mine back home, or, you know, now I've branched into Texas and some other states and Jacksonville and Charleston, South Carolina. So it's just growing, but it's just, I think if you do it organically and you have a bigger purpose than just selling houses, it just kind of manifests that way and grows. So it's, it's been a really, really cool thing. Wow. That's, that's awesome. And did like, where were you like anxiety wise when you went into real estate? Was it something that you were still struggling with? Um, were you good by then? Where were you mentally? I think it's always a struggle. I still struggle in certain ways. I mean, a lot of people would tell you, man, she's the most calm person I know, you know, my anxiety is a little bit different. My mom died when I was 23 of a heart attack when she was 47. So for me, I was more of like aware. I had a fear of death. I developed like a severe phobia of like, gosh, I don't want it to end this soon. Now death is so real to me. So mine wasn't the normal, typical, oh, I'm anxious about a situation. Life necessarily doesn't stress me out. It's the fear of life ending that really Mm -hmm. worries me. So When we came to Virginia, I was pretty good. I had gone to therapy in New York at a retired rescue racehorse ranch. They're really big for horse racing up there. And the most amazing therapist I could ever imagine. So that was such a big moment in my life. When we got to Virginia, I wasn't having like panic attacks all day anymore. I wasn't, I didn't choose the medication route. I'm super alternative to that and everything in my life. but, but I was in a pretty decent place. I, I could drive a car again before I couldn't even drive a car like three miles without just literally pulling over and calling an ambulance to come pick me up. Like it was very, very bad. Uh, so that's for me, like I, 
I teach my team that like, if there's anything that you really want to do, it's all what headspace you're going to put yourself in and how much work you're going to put into it. And I think that correlates with real estate because it's really, you get out of it, what you put into it. So how has, how do you think like real estate has kind of like shaped your life and and who you are now and um, kind of the growth that you've, that you've gone through these past couple of years? I think at this point, like, obviously, as you see, I eat, sleep, breathe real estate. It's all encompassing at this point. And you get so tied in, you know, I never sought out to have a team. It happened. Um, Kathy, my full-time right hand was my first team person and she came with me as we left another team so I used to be on a team and I I would have been on a team forever um I I didn't need that part I was secure in where my business was going it's not something I ever thought about or looked at but when you start to do things I think in my mind I'm always like if you're going to do it you just do it well You, you put everything into it you figure out how to make it work so Real estate now just encompasses my whole life, but it's also therapeutic in a way because my team is super, super close. So we all go through really tough things together. Our kids are friends, our husbands are friends. We travel together. So it's kind of built like a really cool, as one of my agents, Sydney always says, like, it's such a cool safe space for everybody to go through life and hardships because we're not your normal real estate team. We're very involved in each other's day-to-day lives and you know, helping each other and things people are going through. So for me, it's kind of, it is my calm in the storm. I thrive in chaos. Most mm-hmm. anxious, high anxiety people do. So it's, it gives me that. It, it's very calming to me for sure. Did you ever imagine yourself like when you, like when you started realizing that, all right, I think real estate for me, did you ever think that you would have like this entire team that you would be, this successful, like, did, is this something like you manifested at all? Or is it just kind of a surprise to you too? Oh, it's been crazy. I mean, there's days Craig will laugh at me because I'll stop in the airport when we're flying between, you know, team states. Cause we, we go down to Jacksonville or we'll go over to Texas and Virginia and we kind of hop, but there's times where I just stop and I, you know, close my eyes. I'm like, this is my life. This is insane. It's such a cool thing in ways. You know, a lot of people I know will look at our life now and be like, man, like they've got it, the best life. I can't even imagine they get to do all the things. And that part I'm very thankful for. But there's still the other side of it where you you do give up a lot of your life to make this thing work. You know, there's a lot of late nights or weekends or time you don't get to spend with your kids or events you have to miss to make this happen. And even sometimes our family's like, hey, you need to slow down and be in the moment more. I think we know we're young enough now. We're just pushing all we have to to give one our kids opportunities we never had. And for two to hopefully retire earlier and get to enjoy, you know, the rest of our lives and not be so stressed out like so many are. So no, I I never thought of having a team. I never, it's so crazy because I started at a big name brokerage in Virginia when I first started. And I remember the first week we go through training and they say, what is your goal? How much do you want to make in your, you know, what is your goal in real estate? And I was like, I just want to make 70,000 a year. I think like, that's such a good income. I can do anything we wanted to with that. 
and then it's so funny to see how those things change over years and you start real estate has given me the understanding that man if I really have this no ceiling mentality like it's it's attainable that's the biggest crazy thing like I don't live any day of my life anymore putting boundaries on myself like if I really think we should do something I'm like cool how do we do it so that's kind of the I think how this has grown so fast. Um, you know, I'm three and a half years in. March is my fourth year in the business. I've had the team for about two years now. I never could have even thought that something like this would have come of all of it. Yeah. So um, what what advice, I guess, do you have for people who are maybe thinking like, maybe real estate's for me, maybe this is something I should do. Like, what advice do you have for them? And maybe like, what qualities do you think like a really good real estate agent um, possess? I think my advice is I always say this when people are hesitant and they want to do it, it's hard. Oh God, it's hard as hell. Like there's days, there's emotions, there's fires is what we call it. You're always in the fire of things happening. But if you bought your license in most States, the average is maybe a thousand dollars to start you do one closing, you're probably making average five, 6,000. So if you only sold one house in your entire career and realized it wasn't for you, you just made your money back fourfold. So it's like, what are you have to lose? If you think maybe that it's something you want to do now you, you do, it's, it's what you get out of it. You know, I have agents that are killing it. I have agents that only do a few deals a year. But I always go back to, are you doing the things consistently daily that you have to do? And I think it's exactly that. There's no way for me to tell somebody how much they're going to make a year. There's no way. I'll tell you the average agent does eight to 10 deals a year. Most of our team does more than that. A lot of our team does a lot more than that. But you, you've got to have, for one, good training, good coaching, good mentorship. I always say, hundred percent. It's about two things though. Mindset and consistency. That's what I look for. Like, does somebody really want it bad enough that they're going to put in the effort to say, this is going to work. This is what I'm going to do. Those are always my best producers that just don't have any other blinders of maybe this will happen. They just go into it. No, it's going to work. I'm going to do whatever. Yeah. I love, I love that you talk about mindset and consistency because you know people like instant gratification they like to see um all the success right away and you know it 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 takes it takes so much work so um yeah and and it's all about it's all about the mindset I love that so um transitioning into um kind of just getting your outlook and your advice on um, for people who may be wanting to buy a house in this market, who are looking, um, let's start there. Uh, what should people, like, what's different about this market where people need to, I guess, approach looking for a house differently? Yeah. One thing a lot of people are saying, you know, and you see people say it on Facebook or this, the rumors, you know, it kind of all balances. And that's one thing people don't look at. Home values are up right now, but interest rates are down. So your mortgage is probably the same as when a couple of years ago, interest rates were higher and home values were down. Mm -hmm. So there's always an ebb and flow of what's happening in the market. 
people just get in their head and they're like, I'm not paying these house prices. Well, when the house prices go down, your interest rate's going to go up. It's all supply and demand. It's just something that's going to happen. So we don't shy away from buying homes. We know right now we're locked in for the lifetime of the loan on a really low interest rate that's keeping the mortgage down. The mortgage is always going to be about the same just because of how the bond market works. It's, it's always supply demand. But if you're buying right now, the biggest thing is, one, patience. Um, two, be prepared. You've got to come in and know that right now you're not getting the sellers paying closing costs very often. Be prepared for that. Know, you know, get a strong lender that's going to give you the ins and outs of how to have two months without a mortgage or where you can utilize these lender credits that are available since rates are low to help offset some of those closing costs. It's just being knowledgeable, but also realistic. Uh, like, you know, you may not win the first three. You, you may. Sometimes you get lucky. But it's just part of it right now. There's not a ton of inventory. Depending, you know, every market across the United States dealing with this right now. It's just real prevalent in certain areas, especially when you have such a high uh, military rate in that area because you see that constant coming and going. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. I didn't think about it, about, you know, the house price might be higher, but the interest rate is a lot lower. So, um, yeah, that's not something you hear people talking about at all. So that is a great point. What are you, what do you think are some things that um, new home, new home buyers need to like know when they're out looking for a house? What's, what's some, what's some like must knows when they're looking at house and they're looking for a real estate agent for any of that? I always say it's such a big thing. You know, it, it is a big thing on experience. What, how many deals have your agents done or the team that they're on, because you know they've got strong support around them at that point. Uh, what are, are they using local lenders? What do they offer you? Because you want to know what they bring to the table and how it benefits you as a buyer, because there's going to be different agents that are willing to do different things or are knowledgeable enough to make move numbers around and make different things happen. Also, a lot of clients, you know, have to know the home still has to appraise. So when people are writing these $40,000, $50,000 offers over, it doesn't mean anything unless you have the cash to bring to the table. So having an agent that knows, okay, well, maybe we're going to only write 10 over, but we're going to change some other things that makes our offer stronger. Because we know to the seller, this other situation doesn't really mean as much as people think it does. Two, you're going to have to, you're going to get a home inspection. So no that, you know, there's a lot of military buyers that have to buy sight unseen or they buy by video tour. Know that you have that inspection time to back out. The VA strongly protects our VA buyers and they're going to come out and check it over and make sure there's nothing they require and that make sure your value is good. So VA has strong, strong amount of protection when they're buying. Uh, it's just doing your due diligence and having clear communication with your agent to know exactly what you're comfortable with and what you're not. I'm very transparent with my clients in that. Um, and, and, you know, there is a fine line, obviously, of what we're able to just divulge and say, but the more thorough you are with your agent and the more you understand to narrow things down, the quicker you're going to be successful. We see 10 houses in a day. People are like, I forgot which one I saw. So we try to just narrow it 
to where you, your absolute favorite. So we're being successful in a very quick market. Yeah. So for, I know like me, I'm part of, you know, the military wives page and I came across you cause you were um, recommended by someone. Um, so I guess for people who are like looking for a real estate agent and I know if you're on Facebook, people are just like, here's realtor, here's realtor. And like <laughs> every five seconds, what should someone be looking for when they're trying to find the right realtor for them? Definitely vet your agents. I would always say, you know, a lot of people, if you're in those groups, especially you're, you probably get in 10 minutes, a hundred agent recommendations. I pick the ones that are recommended the most and interview them, have that conversation to see who you're most comfortable with and who's most knowledgeable in conversation with you, because it's like dating. Not everybody's a good fit. I may match with somebody and another person may be like, oh, she's too much, you know? So it's definitely finding who that fit is for you to be comfortable with. It's, it's a big purchase. Yeah. Are there any like questions you should ask an agent? Cause I know like for me, it was my first time buying a house. I didn't even know what questions to ask. I was like, she seems cool. I like her. Let's do this. And my mom's like, did you ask this, this and that? I was like, no. So. Yeah. I mean, you definitely want to ask how many deals have they done? Are they knowledgeable in your area? Have they, especially if you're a veteran, are you well-versed in a VA loan? Uh, also ask, you know, hey, does your preferred lender provide closing cost assistance? Do they have any grants? What's available to me? If your agent's really going to go to bat for you, they're going to know all those things. They're also going to be able to tell you how the market's working honestly. What am I looking at closing? I'm definitely open in that because you don't want surprises at the end. Don't let somebody give you false information to snag a deal with you. And then you hit all these hiccups along the way. So definitely just asking the questions. Are they knowledgeable? What can you provide for me? Does your lender provide closing cost assistance? Um, am I able to get two months no mortgage, depending when I close? There's just so many factors into it. So find out which agent's able to bring you the most value. Are there any like red flags you should keep an eye out for when kind of interviewing agents? Uh, I mean, obviously there's only certain things we're allowed to say, but I think if an agent bad mouths another agent or there's, you know, somebody's negative, again, I am so big on mindset that it's, I've learned in this business, it is very competitive and it can be nasty. So be aware of who's staying professional and focused on what the job is and what you want to get done and accomplish. But if they're bad mouthing another firm or an agent, you know, that's not my style. I always tell people you are welcome to work with whoever you want. Um, I'm going to tell you what I can bring to the table and that's the best I can do. Yeah. I, I like that. That's so true. Cause you don't want to work with someone who is just negative and, and bad mouthing other people. That's just not good vibes, not good vibes at all. Um, do you have any like, last thoughts or pieces of advice or anything for our listeners? No, I think it's just mainly, obviously, if you want to buy a house now is or sell, you know, the market's still up. People are making a lot of profits on their homes because they bought them low. They're selling them high, but buyers are also getting really low rates right now. So that balances out. And if you want to do real estate, try it, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to, to try something. You're not losing probably anything most likely it'd be the best thousand dollars you ever invested for sure. 
because you'd at least, you know, make it back with one house, but find a strong mentor, find strong support. It definitely takes that. And uh, do your business like you want to, no matter what anybody else says. You know, I spent a lot of time in this business trying in the beginning to please people and try to accommodate everybody's feelings. And if you stick to doing things how you feel is right, it, it'll grow. It'll, it'll naturally just become what it's supposed to be. And we're kind of proof of that. So I'll, I'll keep doing that for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for all this work and our listeners um, maybe reach out and connect with you on social media. Yeah. You can go to at your military you can also find me at www.yourmilitarypcspro.com. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much, Brittany. You are amazing and I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. Well, that was a fun a little episode. I hope you guys enjoyed just kind of learning something new and talking about something totally different than what we normally talk about. If you guys do enjoy my podcast, please leave me a written review on Apple Podcast. It will mean so, so much to me. That way more people can find my podcast and listen. And you know what? If you want to screenshot your favorite episode and share it on Instagram and tag me, I will reshare it. I appreciate you guys so much. I hope you have an amazing day, an amazing week, and remember that you are enough, you are worthy, you are blessed, you are beautiful, you are just God's amazing, unique creation, and don't forget it.